everybody, and welcome to episode 362 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. It's a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're playing it on Arena or at your local game store. We are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And today uh, we're going to talk a lot about Theros Beyond Death. That's right, because previews are still in full swing. I'm so excited. Right now, we have the pre-pre-release coming up this weekend. Which means that the full set is spoiled this Friday. That's right. And there are two more things. The, um, the team series finals yes which are on sunday yep and which are theros beyond death team draft, draft. wow yeah so that's really gonna be you might something. just be thinking oh wow what a fun show were you talking about theros beyond death but honestly like there is a, yes. a tournament with one hundred thousand dollars going on to the, the winner line. this weekend this very weekend played with theros beyond death cards yes and you can watch that's right grand prix coverage of magic fest austin will be coming back we're gonna watch modern at austin and then of course the team series finals with the theros beyond death cards and maybe even more excitingly our episode with judge rob on all of the theros rules and interactions is coming next tuesday so a week from today you will be able to get the lowdown on how all of these sweet cards work yeah if you have any questions about card interactions or specific cards from theros beyond death tweet them at us at glhf magic with the hashtag judge rob and we'll make sure he answers those questions live on the air that's right so uh, before we uh, start this episode, which is also going to include, by the way, story time with Megan. Yes. Uh, I'm so excited. So there's not much Theros story. Right. So what literally, we're doing they're, instead, they're not writing it. Yes. But literally, there isn't one. <laughs> um, so I'm bringing us some stories from Greek mythology Ooh. so that we can know what sorts of cool source material is used when they're dreaming up these cards. Yeah, we learned about the Minotaur last week. We got a lot of reaction to that story, which, you know, is not for kids, but we made it kid-friendly. That's right. We tried. (laughs) We tried. It was as kid-friendly as that story can be. And, well... Still had a lot of murder. Dumpster Santa was here, too, so... That's right. Dumpster Santa, also not kid-friendly. Not really kid-friendly. No, no. But he's gone, thank God. But not for good. He'll be back, everyone. Whoa. He'll be back. But how? He left so much beard here. (laughs) He did! I found the, his beard attached to this microphone and underneath this audio board this morning. Yep. It's like he's always with us. You yes. know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to give a big, a big old congratulations to Julian, by the way, on this episode for winning our Gleam giveaway for the yeah. month of December. Congratulations, Woo. Julian. Uh, you win a prize pack from Good Luck High Five, Card Kingdom, and Ultra Pro. Please email us at glhfmagic at gmail.com, and we will send you your beautiful prize pack. If you didn't win, don't worry. You can still play in January. The link to play is in our show notes or underneath this video. Yeah. Um, next I want to say, so we've been doing a lot of like, if you become a patron, yeah. then we'll buy Reese's Pumpkins. Yeah, or I'll or, be a dumpster Santa. Or Maria will dress in a Santa costume for an episode. <laughs> so, um, hold on. Can you stall for two seconds? Because I have to grab something. Oh, okay. Megan's going to grab something. I don't know what she's doing, actually. So, <laughs> I am as surprised as you are right now as to what Megan is going and getting. But yeah, but thank you. If you've become a patron as part of those challenges, you've helped me get Reese's. You've uh, made the regrettable decision of having Dumpster Santa uh, 
become real or come into being, I suppose. But you've also made a great decision of supporting this show and supporting the content creators that you love and that you listen to every week. Please, if this show is something that brings you joy or you're somebody who listens every week like clockwork, become a patron and help support the show on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Just throw a buck a week our way, a dollar twenty five a week if you want to be squirrel level. Yeah. So here is one extra special thing. Ooh, okay. So we have for a while had in stock just like the last of our stock of t-shirts is kind of tough. Yeah. Because there's not that many sizes of them left. Right. So the next five patrons <gasps> who are five dollars or more at least will get a custom sewn by me tote bag Holy made out cow! of one of these t-shirts. Wow. So it'll have this awesome good luck high five shirt logo on it. Oh, that's and so cool. And will be awesome t-shirt material and also lined on the inside so that it's not too stretchy. <gasps> what a beautiful tote bag. So I cannot sew that fast. So that's why it's only five people okay, because okay. it will take me a while. <laughs> but the next five people will get custom hand-sewn tote bags. Wow. We really are fully NPR now. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> We've made Look, it. We've is made NPR it. sewing their own tote bags? I don't no, think so. No, We do it for you. Custom. <laughs> their radio DJs are just back there with sewing machines. I feel like this needs to be a $10 reward level. This is pretty good reward. You think so? I think so. Okay. All right. All right. The next, the next five people who are $10 or more. Okay. $10 a month, honestly, is like nothing. You pay $10 yeah. a month for like... A, you know, a, a slap on the face. Some people do. So like <laughs> what I'm saying what? is where <laughs> by who Think about it. <laughs> thanks as well. Of course, to card kingdom for being amazing sponsors of our show, head to cardkingdomcom slash G L G L H F. Use our affiliate link. Anytime you buy anything from them. Thank you to people who have actually contacted card kingdom and been like, I forgot to use the affiliate link. And then card kingdom <laughs> fixes it and applies it to their order. Oh, that's so nice. That is the kind of customer service you get at card kingdom. Yes. It's personal. It's fast. And it makes you uh, know that you're working with really great people. Over yes. There. And remember, you can always say good luck, have sticker or good luck, have token. And they will send you a yes. good luck, high five sticker or token with your order. Get those pre-orders in for Theros beyond death. Get yourself a box and draft with your friends. We love to do it. It's a super fun way to explain explore the set when it's new. Uh, we have a running kind of list of who wins all of those drafts at my house, which is really neat. And uh, Card Kingdom couldn't be a better place to get your box from as well. Yeah. Finally, last but not least, yes. next week, um, if you're a patron, you can come hang out and challenge us while we stream. Um, finally, the return of challenge streams. Yes. Um, next Tuesday, the 14th, will be Maria streaming at 12 p.m. Yep. Central Time. Yep. Um, and I will be streaming at 6 p.m. on Thursday, the 16th. Yes. So if you want to challenge us, we will have that in the arena section of our Discord if you're a patron, and you can challenge us during those streams. Yeah, so just go into that arena section and be like, hey, this is uh, the time or like what I, I want to play you. Yes. Basically what deck you want to play. Any format. Any format, we'll play you. Um, and then the Brawl, fifth, we'll play you. We'll play you Brawl. Popper, Popper, we'll play you. Wait. Standard, we'll yeah, play I you. Yeah, I guess we'd have to fire up Magic Online for Popper. No, you, like the... You know, the arena, oh, the arena of popper. popper. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, and on the 15th, we'll also be streaming Ooh. a very special stream. What? So three days of streaming next week, everybody. Wow. Go follow us on twitch.tv slash GLHF Magic so you get a notification when we're live. And come hang out with us. We'd yeah. love to see you in chat. Sick. All right, friends, it's time to talk about Theros Beyond Death. We've got some new preview cards. Ooh, I'm so excited. Me too. Oh, I love Theros. I Theros love Theros. Theros is so great. Okay, so obviously, card I've been waiting for. Let's hear it. 
Thassa Deep Dwelling. Uh, three and a blue for a legendary enchantment creature, God. She's a 6-5 indestructible. As long as your devotion to blue is less than five, Thassa isn't a creature. At the beginning of your end step, exile up to one other target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. Three and a blue, tap another target creature. Ooh, Icy Manipulator. Yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, it's doing a little bit of, like, take something away, bring it back. Can you get a lot of ETB effects? Yeah, blink, get those enter the battlefield triggers happening. Yeah. I wonder what she could be good with. Oh, it's also only target creature. Yeah, okay, so yes. Yeah, I okay, that. so yeah. yeah, only creatures. Only right. creatures, but still pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah. I like her ability, too, to be able to tap something, which mm-hmm. means she'll be really good and limited no matter what, even if you're not going to be blinking stuff back yeah. and forth. You're probably going to activate her, turn her into a creature at some point, and then yeah. you can tap stuff down in the meantime. Tap stuff down. I mean, I am sad there's no drawing cards. That's true. Obviously. She's blue. She's not drawing cards, I Megan. How do you feel? Drawing cards. How do you feel? Oh, oh I want to wow. talk for a second about Hactos the Unscarred, which, by the way, Hactos. Hactos definitely sounds. It's a funny name. It's like yes. what I call my bad Rakdos decks. <laughs> Hactos. Hactos. Uh, anyway, this is Achilles, by the way. That's the flavor here. Um, it's a 6 1 for red, red, white, white. Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Human warrior at rare attacks each combat. If able as Hactos, Hactos, Hactos. Oh, this is going to be a meme as Hactos enters the battlefield, choose two, three or four at random. Hactos has protection from each converted mana cost other than the chosen number. Wow. <laughs> so only two, yeah. three or four. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that funny? That's wild. Yeah. So like, it, it has protection from all that stuff except for two, three, or four. Yeah. So it could be very well unblockable. It could be. For depending the on the what your Yeah. Depending on what the CMC of your stuff is. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that quite Six a bit. Six one for four mana that is potentially, I mean, that thing's going to win games. Limited people yeah. are going to be really annoyed by this card. For sure. Yeah. For sure it is going to. All right. What do you got for me? Um, I mean, I was looking at some of the ones that came out today. Okay. The one, the bit, the big beastie boy that everybody is talking about. Oh yeah. Um, over on MTG goldfish, they talked about Uro Titan of nature's wrath. Wow. This is, you know, one big old gent. And it's an uh, elder giant. Elder giant. Which is an interesting cre- creature type. Yes. And feeds into what we will maybe be talking about today. Oh, what? interesting. Um, one green blue for a 6-6. Six, six. What? Right. Three mana for six power and six toughness. Yes. Um, but when Uro enters the battlefield. Is this magic in 30-30? Power creep has gotten out of control? <laughs> yeah, it's a 6-6 six, six for three yeah, mana. That's six, normal. 6-6 six for three. Uh, when Uro enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless it escaped. Okay. So, you know, that's a thing. Whenever Uro enters the battlefield or attacks, you gain three life and draw a card. Then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Escape green, green, blue, blue. Exile five other cards from your graveyard. So this is a mythic. I love this. This card is going to be played. I love, I like, I love everything about this card. So Um, you mentioned that it's the original casting cost reminds you of evoke. Yes, it does. Because right. It's, it's a classic, like, unless you paid this extra thing, sacrifice it, but you're still going to get its enter the battlefield ability. Which is gaining three life and drawing a card and, and putting a land putting card. putting a land into play. Wow. 
That's like super powerful. This card is dumb. Like you would pay three mana for an effect that says gain three life, draw a card, put a land onto the battlefield. Absolutely, I would pay that. And you get other stuff with this. And it ensures almost entirely that next turn you'll be able to escape it because the escape cost is yeah. just four. I mean, if you have five cards in your graveyard, which is a Oh, thing. yeah, that's true. So if you somehow spent turns one and two putting a lot of cards in your graveyard. Ooh, okay. Like, I wonder if we're going to have another little... You remember Seder Wayfinder? Yeah. Like, a surprising hit of the last Theros set. Yes. It was one and a green for a 1-1, one, one, right? Something 1-1 one, one or a 1-2. I can't yeah. remember. Probably a 1-1. One, one. I think a 1-1. One, one. And you looked at cards from the top of your library. You could get a land out yep. of them. And then the rest went into your graveyard. And because we had, like, the Whip of Arrow... Erebos and Sidisi decks that used cards from the graveyard, it ended up being very good. It was just a little common. And there's so many cards in Theros that are messing around with the graveyard, yeah. putting things into the graveyard, and notably exiling things from other people's graveyards because you want to yeah. you want to exile this bad boy if you get the chance. Oh yeah. Um, that I think it's going to be really interesting. We're going to be playing a lot with a different zone in Magic, mm -hmm. the graveyard. Which if you're a dredge player, you're like, Psh, been there, done that. <laughs> But this card is a house. Yeah. Wow. Seder Wayfinder would be one of the hottest reprints of this set. It really would. But yeah. I mean, maybe, it. maybe it's coming. I'm I don't know. I'm not joking around. Could be. Could be. Okay. Well, remains to be seen. Let's talk about this card, which was previewed by um, our friends over at Limited Resources. Eutropia, the twice favored, also yes. in Simic colors, one green blue for a 2-2, human wizard uncommon. It has constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. That creature gains flying until end of turn. Yeah. <laughs> Another limited house. Uh, and I love constellation. Yeah, constellation is great. I just, this it creature makes me so happy. Not an enchantment creature itself, but... No. Um, yeah, in limited, this card's gonna be really, really, really yeah. good. It's just a fine you can card. Just have tons of tons of enchantments, tons of enchantment creatures entering the battlefield. I love it. Oh, amazing! I found a card which might be cutest card, but I'm not gonna talk about it Ooh, yet. I wonder if cute. I know which one it is. <laughs> but it will be we'll crown cutest card next episode and grossest card. Don't worry. Yes, we will. So here is a card I'm just gonna mention briefly because you'd be like Maria, you like auras. Which, well, and you do. Thank God for this set. Um, how would you say this? Siona or Shauna, captain of the Pileas? I would probably say Shauna. Yeah, I would think so, but who knows? We'll find out. One green white for a 2 2 uncommon human soldier. When Shauna, captain of the Pileas, enters the battlefield, look at the top seven cards of your library. You may reveal an aura card from among them and put them into your hand. Put it into your hand, sorry. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Whenever an aura you control becomes attached to a creature you control, create a 1 1 white human soldier creature token. Ooh, Maria, you like it. I love this card. Unfortunately, yeah, you do. it's one mana too expensive. We can't be playing this in boggles. That's true. We just can't be messing around at three mana. We don't play um, around with three mana. But uh, yeah, but this card is amazing. And if she was two mana, I would play it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's going to go find your daybreak coronet, put it on. But you know, we, we don't just have to talk about this in the terms of boggles. This is a really fun card to go find your aura. If you're playing an aura deck in commander or whatever, like, yeah, 
seven cards deep is pretty far deep. And if That's you've way constructed deep your, your deck, deck, yeah, right, you're going to be able to find something you want. Oh, for sure. So I love this card. A plus. Um, another one that was previewed today that I love. Um, we don't have the actual translation of the name yet, but Scryfall is calling it Eidolon. L-A-W-N, which I love. Um, Because it is two and a green for an enchantment creature, Nymph. It's a 2-4, and it says you may play an additional land each turn. Lands you control are all basic land types in addition to their their other types. I love it. Isn't that wild? So this is like, um, what other card in modern? Corsair of Crufix is what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah, Corsair of Crufix. Corsair of Crufix was our little one green green 2-4 friend that allowed you to play an extra land. Beautiful. Um, I believe you could play it off the top of your deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, it was and you would revealed. Gain a life. Everyone yeah. knew what it was. And you would gain a life when you played a land. It also reminds oh. me of what is it? Um, prismatic. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, what am I thinking of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The modern I, card. I literally play this card. Yeah. I was like, you play this card. I do play this card. Lands you control are basic land types are yeah. all basic land types in addition to the other types. Yeah. I don't remember. On a stick. Yes. Um, great, 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 great. Uh, what else? What else has caught your eye? Um, let's take a look. Okay, so this card is, I think, pointing, this card and a, a few other cards are pointing to a certain archetype. Nyad of Hidden Coves, two and a yeah. blue for a two, three. As long as it's not your turn, spells you cast cost one less to cast. Ooh. So. Spicy. Flash decks are getting some love with these yeah. early preview cards in Theros for sure. I like it. And if you have been on Arena or playing some standard, you know that there's green blue flash deck, which has been around for a while. And it de- definitely gets some new potential toys in Theros. And Night of Hidden Coves is just one clue that they are kind of like pushing in that direction as far as yeah. that deck is concerned. That being said, I don't know that a three mana two three is something that you could play in standard. No, it's not. It's not good enough. <laughs> but, but in limited, I in limited, people making a flash deck. Yeah, flash deck in limited. It plays well with uh, this buddy, Thrix the Sudden Storm. What a name. Three blue blue for a four five flash flying. Spells you cast with converted mana cost five or greater cost one less to cast and can't be countered. Ooh. Wow. That's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> naughty. Go to your naughty. room. That's so naughty. That's supposed to cost eight mana. <laughs> I've been waiting in the set for a 2-1 for one mana, uh-huh. and I have not found it yet. I'm really... But I'm going to tell you about this other one mana white, sorry, white card. Okay. <laughs> it is Pious Wayfarer for a human skull, one one mana for a 1-2. It has Constellation, so it can become a 2-3, okay? Yeah. Because the Constellation effect is whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target creature gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. It could become a 2-3. It could for, become a 3-4. For one white Mana. Because you yeah, can trigger you could, it multiple yeah, times. You could play two. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, White Weenie, are you here? Do you hear me? I feel like the general consensus, the emotional consensus right now is no, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. We also have Erebos's Intervention. This is X and black for an instant. Choose one. Target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn. Mm. You gain X life. It's a good card. Nice. Exile up to twice X target cards from graveyards. Yeah, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is a way to mess with your opponent's plan that they have yes. so carefully constructed. And this is an instant. Wow. So, yeah. like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do my escape thing. And you're like, yeah. oh, are you? We'll have to talk to Judge Rob about how that interacts. Yeah, that's a good point. Super interesting. You know, we're, we're seeing an old friend come back to us in this set as well. Tiramet. 
Yeah. Remember this card? Timoret. Timoret, sorry. Yeah. It didn't really get as much play, I think, as people no. thought it was going to. What about this time around? Who knows? Uh, chosen from death. Black, black for a two dash star. Yeah, this is the demigod type. Ooh. Uh, uncommon. Uh, Timoret's toughness is equal to your devotion to black. So it's definitely already a two, two. It's already a two, two. One in a black, exile up to two target cards from graveyards. You gain one life for each card exiled, creature card exiled this way. I mean, definitely a sideboard card. Yeah, for sure. All day. So, something about it that I think is so <laughs> is so funny is the two dash star. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> the toughness is going to grow and shrink as the game continues, which I think mm-hmm. is kind of weird. I, I know like I'm used to, I'm more used to power shifting yeah. as the game continues, but not necessarily toughness. That's very true. So he's like working at the gym and he's like, today is booty day and it gets bigger. And then he forgets and it's leg day for two weeks and the booty grows smaller. That's how muscles work. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. You can hire Maria as your personal trainer to tell you how muscles grow. Hey, 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 what do you want to shrink on your body? What do you want to grow? What do you want to grow? (laughs) Like, uh, do you have a degree in anything? theater theater (laughs) (laughs) um so here's a card that people were talking about like this could have been white oh yeah why isn't it white white? why does white not get nice things i don't know why this is not white um i don't know the interpretation of the name but it's tuna green for at a rare for an enchantment saga uh it has four chapters yeah this is one of the first times we've seen this yeah uh, one, create a one one white human soldier token. It's even creating a white soldier <laughs> token. God dang it. Maybe uh, white gets another one. That's why this is green, but maybe. Uh, two, put three plus one plus one counters on target creature you control. Sick. Three, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw two cards. Four, create a gold token. A uh, gold token! Yay! Yes! I love gold tokens so much! Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm going to have to bring out my Japanese gold tokens. They're just like treasure, except you don't have to tap them to sack them. No. You're which like, was the thing about... That, that's why they basically made treasure in place of gold, but now we're getting gold. That's so weird. Why does it random... Oh, because you're winning the race. Yeah. You get it gold. Yeah, you love oh, the race. Oh, the flavor. Cute. I love gold tokens. Very yeah. excited. There's a cycle in this set, too, which we are now uh, seeing, which is the omen cycle. Yeah. Here's a look at the red omen, which is omen of the forge. One in red for an enchantment with flash. So enchantment theme as well. When omen of the forge enters the battlefield, it deals two damage to any target. Okay. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Two in a red. Sacrifice omen of the forge. Scry two. I like it. It's great. Triggers constellation, kills something, and then gets you a little bit of value when you have some mana you can use. What about the white one? Yeah, Omen of the Sun. This comes to us uh, previewed by our friends at Lords of Limited. Omen of the Sun, two and a white for an enchantment flash. When Omen of the Sun enters the battlefield, create two one one white human soldier creature tokens and you gain two life. Two and a white, sacrifice Omen of the Sun, scry two. I love it. Yeah. So when it's outlived its usefulness of coming into the battlefield, giving you the effect, it can just sit there for a while. And then mm-hmm. once you have time, you crack it, boom, scry two. Yeah. Really nice late game and early game usefulness, which is something we love to see for limited play. Yeah. Um. Great, 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 great. Great stoof <laughs> oh <laughs> um of course i love uh, i love me some good kill spells for okay. limited uh final death gonna be a nice one okay what's that four and a black instant exile target creature okay so it's a classic five mana black kill something it not coming back though 
It's, it's not, exile. It can't yeah. escape. No escape to it you. It is exile. Yeah, exile really important. Yeah. Uh, coming with the release of Theros here. Absolutely. I've got a card here, Perforos's Intervention, uh, which is interesting. It's X and a red for a sorcery at rare. Choose one. Create an X1 red elemental creature token with trample and haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of next step. Perforos's Intervention deals twice X damage to target creature or planeswalker. Ooh. So you can... I mean, that's a lot of damage. Yes, it is. I mean, if you're late in the game and X is five, well, you're dealing 10 to a creature, a planeswalker. Yeah. Or you're making an enormous ball lightning. Yeah. Uh, coming in, smashing them in the face. That's pretty sweet. I like this card. Really yeah. useful and flexible. You're definitely going to lose games that limited to this card. Oh, you are. You're going to lose them big time. You are for sure. Do you know what? Sorry. 100%. Um, speaking of black kill spells, drag to the underworld, the uncommon kill spell for black. Okay. Two black, black, destroy target creature, but also this spell costs X less to cast where X is your devotion to black. Oh. It's pretty sweet. Okay. So you have some black creatures. You can cast this for two or even, th- you know, two or three. So um, I think we're getting some news about what's going to happen in red and blue in Theros as far as draft is concerned. Oh, yeah. Here's Arena Trickster, which uh, was previewed on the 5th. Whenever you cast your first spell during each opponent's turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on Arena Trickster. Ooh. It's a 3-3 three, three for three and a red. Yeah. So I think blue and red is casting spells in your opponent's turn. Ah. That seems to be like something you would enjoy in draft. I really do. I really do. Oh boy, I'm excited to draft this set. Yeah. Let's freaking go. I think it's going to be a great time. So yeah, those are just a few of the cool cards. If you are interested in seeing what else is happening in Theros right now, uh, Theros Beyond Death previews, head on over to scryfall.com. Yeah. They've got them all. You can sort them any which way you want. And we have a very exciting preview card here on Good Luck High Five. That's right. Coming out tomorrow, Tomorrow. which is Wednesday. You're going to want to head over to our YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive to find out what our preview card could be. Here's a hint. What could it be? I'm excited for it. Ooh, what a what a hint that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Wow. And like we said, full set spoiled on Friday. Yes. Pre pre-release on Friday. Dang. Team series finals on Sunday. Yeah, that pre pre-release is gonna be hot too, yeah, by the is. way. Um it has Nissa Cosplay, Asian Avenger, um Alias V. Alias V and Melissa DeTora. What? As their four guests. That's an awesome show. It's an incredible lineup. So absolutely, make sure you're heading on over to Loading Ready Run and watching yeah, that. Yeah, it starts at 10 a.m. Pacific on Friday. Yes, uh, for the rest of the world is so late in the day. So yeah. you're going to be up. You can have lunch. If you're at work, you can have worked for a couple of hours before you blow the rest of the day completely off. There you go. <laughs> and watch the free pre-release. <laughs> and our good buddies, of course, playing along with those people at Loading Ready Run. Um, yeah. Yeah, so make sure to tune in and watch that. And check out coverage of Magic Fest Austin coming up this weekend, too. I'll be in the booth with Caleb D. uh, covering Modern and covering that Team Series Finals. Pretty sweet. We'll see if anybody knows the name of the cards. (laughs) I will do my best, everybody, to help you out. Literally (laughs) anyone. Anyone? That coverage is Saturday and Sunday, of course, on twitch.tv slash magic. Oh, so much exciting stuff coming yeah. out. Everybody, it's time for the return of Storytime with Megan. That's right. In the past when the Magic Story was available online, 
Um, I would read it and bring some recaps to everybody. It was great. Yes. Um, someday in the future, we will have some recap of the War of the Spark story. Yeah. Because one very kind <laughs> listener sent us the book so that we did not have to spend money oh, or you. further promote buying that thing. Thank you, friend. Yes. Um, but for right now in Theros, because there isn't Theros story, what we're doing is bringing you some Greek mythology. Okay. And this happens to be a story based on one of the cards. Yes. Or rather the card is based on the story. Yeah. So you talked Theros about this card it. last week, which yep. inspired me to bring story about it this week. Okay, great. Um, the card that we talked about was the Binding of the Titans. Yep. One in a green. Um, it's a saga. One, each player puts the top three cards of their library into their graveyard. Two, exile up to two target cards from graveyards. For each creature, a card exiled. This way you gain one life. And three, return target creature or land card from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, and this uh, actually was on Magic's site with a story, so we'll call it a snippet. Yes. Teeny tiny bit of story, which said that the gods on Theros had bound the Titans to the underworld, and that yeah. is how they became powerful. Yeah, which is what I think when we were talking about the giant earlier the yeah. elder giant the elder giant i think that those are, are t- do you think he's probably titan? the titans yeah i think you're yes. right yeah yeah because in that card oros right yeah oros oros he's wearing a lot of chains yes which we've seen in the art <gasps> for the underworld he's breaking out yeah so he's oh, escaping shoot um and so this is related to greek mythology great um so a lot of times when people talk about the greek gods they're talking about the olympians so it's the ones that we know for the most part, that we talk about the most, that get the most treatment. Um, I would They're say the ones contemporary with the media. Paparazzi always exactly, in their faces. Exactly, always all up in there. They which are reality like shows. Zeus, Hera, Poseidon, Hades, um, and all of, uh, most of them being Zeus's progeny, Athena. Wow, um, Zeus's Instagram is lit. Yes. <laughs> um, but, so the, the Olympians actually weren't the first Greek gods. Whoa. Um, if you want to go way, way back, the first Greek gods, um, there were two of them, which was Uranus and Gaia. Um, and we're not going to talk much about them because they do get largely ignored in basically everything. They had kids. I try to ignore Uranus yes. as much as possible. Wow. <laughs> Fine. How um, could I not? Low hanging fruit. Um, and then they had a bunch of kids, which were the Titans. Um, the most, the most common one that everyone knows is Cronus. Um, not to be confused with Kronos, which is time. Um, oh. even though he shares a lot of characteristics, um, mainly that he, he big and mad. So they had um, kids, which were giants is what you're telling yes, me. The Titans. Okay. Which were gods. Okay. They're so gods. The, yeah. The Titans were their own set of gods. Can I ask a question? Yes. The Titans are gods and, uh, they're big, but yes. they're gods, but they're like made of human stuff and they walk around on the earth or are they no, up in some. No, they're just like the Olympians in terms of what we think of as like deities. So they're up in some cloud city. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't have, um, Zeus is the person who eventually built like Mount Olympus. Okay. But they are like what we think of as, as gods, like they're giants, but they do sometimes walk the earth. How do um, two people who aren't giants have kids who are giants? I mean, they were gods, so they were probably giants too. Oh, okay. Um, I just had, really had to get down to the details like, on that. We're talking really generally, but like Gaia is like all the earth and Uranus is like all the sky. Oh, right? whoa. So they were big time gods. Okay, got They it. had a bunch of kids. Okay. Um, the biggest, the most important one that we know is Cronus. Okay. Um, there are also ones that you may, you might be familiar with. Atlas is a oh, titan. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and then Prometheus was also a titan. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about them in a second. Okay. So Cronus had a, uh, was married to Rhea, who was also a titan. Um, and he wait, was wait, told. Wait, 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 where'd she come from? <laughs> they were related. Okay. okay. It's, 
It's Greek mythology. They're gods. They all relate. All right, got it. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Um, so they're married, but he has this prophecy uh, that he one of his kids will overthrow him. One of oh, his kids will overthrow him. Classic. So he and Rhea have a bunch of kids, um, and he swallows them whole. <laughs> like you do. Yes, right. They're gods. They're kind of crazy. Yeah. So Cronus, for a while, there was like a golden age under his reign, but then he kind of went mad. Um, she started having kids and he swallowed them whole. Um, and then Rhea was like understandably upset about this. For a long time in my life, I couldn't even swallow a pill whole. Yeah, he swallowed his kid whole. Um, five of them. Oh. Um, and then, you know, Rhea is like obviously upset about this. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, she's like, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, and so I Gaia is like, kids. hey, go hide on Crete when you have your last kid oh. um, and hide him there. Okay. So she does. And that's Zeus. She hides Zeus and she gives Cronus, who is a god, but I guess isn't that smart, a stone wrapped in blankets <gasps> as the kid. And he swallows yes. that. I remember this story. Yes. Yeah. So he swallows the stone wrapped in blankets. Zeus <laughs> grows up. We've all done it. Exactly. Zeus grows up and eventually he feeds Cronus a poison to make him vomit up all of his other siblings. Oh, they were still down there. Yes, which is where all of his, uh, so that's Zeus, um, like a lot of the big ones that we know of, Zeus, Poseidon, Hades are all in there. Wow. Hera, who Zeus does marry. <laughs> They're related. It's Greek mythology. Anyways, um, Demeter. Can you imagine growing up with your brothers and sisters in a stomach? Yeah. Just saying. I mean, they did. Or an internal digestive tract. Except except for Zeus. Um, But anyways, yeah, Poseidon, Hades, Demeter, Hera, and like Hestia or something like that is the last one. You still smell like stomach acid. (laughs) Um, And they have have a giant battle with the Titans. The Olympians um, and the Titans have a war. Okay. Okay. and some of the, eventually the Olympians win. Um, some of, like Prometheus sides with the Olympians. I mean. Even though he's a Titan. I would. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, Cronus was kind of, you know, like we said, he swallowed, he swallowed all of his, his kids. kids whole. Uh, they win. They, some of them, Prometheus, like he was on their side. He's fine until later on he makes Zeus really mad with the whole fire situation. Oh, yeah. That was Um, Cronus and some of the other ones get um, thrown into Tartarus, which is like an under underworld. That's where we get the name for tartar on our teeth. Yes. (laughs) Or tartar sauce. Yeah. Because it's tartar sauce is the sauce of the under underworld. (laughs) Ketchup is the sauce of the earth. Mustard is the sauce of the underworld. Tartar Tartar sauce sauce is the sauce of the under underworld. So true. Um, a lot of them get locked in there. Um, and then like Atlas, for instance, gets punished by having to hold up the sky yep. um, or hold up the earth, depending on like the telling of it. So, yeah. And then eventually, you know, then comes the reign of the Olympians. Wow. But there are a whole bunch of Titans. Um, there's like Oceanus, who is before Poseidon, god of all the seas and stuff like that. So it's basically just the, the, the Olympians are just like, hey, guess what? Get, get down there. Yeah. I mean, they had a huge war. We chain you. Yeah. They and had a huge war and eventually they cast them into this pit of the under underworld. And this is where we get this card, this saga in Theros Beyond Death. Yeah, exactly. Same story. Fighting of the Titans. Wow. So there you go, right? I, gosh, that stone swallowing story. I'm having some weird that's so memories. Weird that that's like the part of it that you remember. Yes. That part. I'm seeing an illustration. I think I must have had it in a children's book. Yeah. Or something like what that. What a weird thing to put in a kid's yeah, book. Yeah, BT for real. Dubs, he swallowed all of his kids. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Greek kid, like this, these are your stories growing up. Yeah. Like this is, <laughs> this is what you're like hearing at Sunday school. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh boy, I hope my dad doesn't swallow me whole because I'm going to inherit the farm. Exactly. <laughs> so, and if he does, then hopefully my youngest sibling gives him some potion to make him vomit us all up. You know, I was worried about going down the drain, which is similar. But wow. not as malicious. No, that's just like, <laughs> that's just like a thing that could happen. But Mr. Rogers taught me that I can't go down the drain. So thank you, Fred. Yeah. Because otherwise I might still think that to this day. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Wow. Cool story. Right. It's one of the cooler stories. Like we don't, sometimes we talk about the Titans like a little bit, but for the most part, again, we talk about the Olympians. Yes. Um, because those are the stories where we get stuff like the Odyssey and the Iliad are all involved with the Olympian deities. Um, as is the story of Hercules. Yes. So stuff like that. So they're the ones that we end up talking about. And you know what's um, kind of neat now is we've also gotten a preview of what is going to happen, we think, in Story for Theros. Oh, this yeah, time that's around, true. Which is those titans breaking out. Ooh, or should we say giants? Those elder giants those breaking out. Those elder giants out. Break, breaking out, yeah. Um, yeah, and they're breaking out in a big way because Oros yeah. is a very good card. Yes. Yeah. As good He's as. He's spooky. Now I'm just getting sorry. I'm just getting some flashbacks to Oko. Yeah. And I love the um I love the art of Oros. He looks he like the art makes him look unbelievably massive. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, just like incomprehensibly yeah. yeah. Big. Huge. <laughs> like the universe itself. Yeah. So anyways, I'm super excited. I love Greek mythology. Excellent. And I love telling people about it. And so I'm super excited to tell you all more stories. Do you have another one lined up that you want to talk about? Ooh, um, or should we ask for somebody's favorite? Let's see. We could talk about... Yeah, let's let's ask for someone's favorite. Yeah. We talked a little bit today about Achilles. Yes, let's um, talk about that. Achilles is really cool. Like cards that were inspired from Greek mythology so yeah. we can have that tie-in. Yeah. So Achilles, of course, a lot of people know the story of Achilles. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of, it's one of the ones where it's, it has like a little bit of irony, maybe a little bit of hubris yeah. in it too. Yeah. So Achilles was fated from the time that he was a kid to be an incredible, untouchable warrior. I mean, um, same. But also part of the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we can relate. <laughs> but also part of the prophecy was if he is, he will die young. Oh. Um, and so his mom was a water nymph named Thetis. I, I want to say. More it. like There's... fetus, am I right? Not like a fetus, but like because of the feet thing. Yeah, Never yeah, mind. Of the feet thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think I'm, I want to. I'm pretty sure that that's who his mom was. Anyways, and so she takes him down. She and she, dip. She dip him in the river Styx, um, but she holds onto his Achilles tendons and dips him all the way in. Um, so like that's the only place that he's invulnerable. Chocolate dipped cone. <laughs> um, and so, you know, he is one of the people who signs the agreement that if anything ever happens to Helen of Troy, all of these Greek city states will unite and go get her back. Yeah. Um, which was a way of Agamemnon like manipulating a lot of people um, to try and unite this area and also, you know, to get them to, you know, for his own ends. Tale as old as time, am I right? Yes. Oh, I want to tell you all the story of Agamemnon in the future because that is like a multi-part saga Ooh, that has, saga. Like, in my opinion, a really satisfying and also very grim ending to Speaking it. Speaking of sagas. Yes. Um, anyways, so Achilles is uh, called to... 
the Trojan War. Yep. Um, and he sails off and he fights sometimes. And when he fights, he's obviously very, very good. But also he's kind of like, oh, depending on different depictions, he's kind of like a whiny baby and like <laughs> Agamemnon hurts his feelings. Um, and so he like refuses to fight. And then his, um, his partner, like depending on different interpretations of it, his like very good friend slash his like, like love of his life. <laughs> um, who's hold on just a second. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Um, oh, Look it up. I know. I can't. I'm. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> we need to know who this. Who this be? Yes. Um. Yes. So his mom was Thetis. I do okay. have that one correct. Confirmed. Thetis. Yes. Not feet us, as <laughs> I would have named her. Gosh. Call me Greek mythology writers. I've got so many good names for you. Seriously. Uh, you know what's interesting too is how how many of these stories are basically within the fiber of our knowledge. Um, currently, which I think is really interesting because, you know, in human yeah. time, this was a long time ago and we are still telling these stories and we still know them. Yeah. In the it's great span of history, it's just a blip, but I mean, it's, it's a long wild. time for these yeah. stories to, per- to it's persist. It's really incredible. Um, so yeah, so, uh, at the, so there are, Achilles is like in his sulk, <laughs> right? <laughs> in his sulk and, um, Patroclus who again, depending on the story, Best friend, love of his life. Nice. I think it's the love of his life. Um, Patroclus is just like, hey, I really love you too, but like, we're about to lose because Achilles isn't fighting. The Greeks are about to lose th- this battle with the Trojans. So Patroclus puts on Achilles' armor um, and goes into battle to rally the troops um, so that all of the Greeks think like, it's him, think that it's him and are inspired and to Achilles fight more. And is like letting his boyfriend go into battle and fight while he's having a wine in the corner. He does it secretly. He just does it. Like Patroclus just oh, does it. Oh, without telling him. Yeah, okay. without telling him. Um, and so Patroclus goes and does this. He gets killed. No. I believe by Hector himself. Wow. Um, and so Achilles goes out on like a mad rampage and just like, just like cleans up. Nice. <laughs> um, including killing Hector. Okay. Um, and Revenge. then, yes. And then eventually um, Paris, who's, you know, who is a really good shot with a bow and arrow and who I want to say is um, favored by, gosh, who favors him? One of the gods favors Paris and guides his arrow. Oh, nice. Um, to shoot Achilles in the heel. Um, and then Achilles dies. Wow. Yeah. Rough. Yes. Quite rough. When you're faded as a kid, you know, I guess you got to go along with it. Cause else what, yeah. else, what else are you going to do? <laughs> if you were faded for something in life, what do you think it was? Yeah. If I was faded for yeah. something? Yeah. Wow. Great question. You come out, your birth yeah. certificate is along with a fate certificate. Wow. <laughs> It's like, guess what? You're going to be a great warrior and there's not a lot you can do about it. Okay. Um, wow. What do you think yours is? Really good at eating popcorn. <laughs> I one. am a champion at popcorn eating, everybody. Yeah. Just a champion. Um, wow, gosh, I just don't know. I think I feel fated to own cats. Yeah. I feel like that was decided before I was born. (laughs) I have no control over that. (laughs) I think mine would hopefully be like, I want to be like, like fated to like, you know, 
see a lot of nice places. Oh, there you go. Like fated, fated to spend a lot of time in parks. <laughs> <laughs> is mine. That's a good fate. It really is what a, a good really good fate. fate. Um, a lot better than the like you're gonna, you know, you're gonna die gloriously in battle or whatever. Uh, but yeah, if you have a favorite story based on one of these cards, let us know. We'll do some more story time. Yeah, with Megan, this has been great. Getting a little bit more knowledge about Greek, Greek mythology, and mm-hmm. you'll go into your pre-release and be like, "Boom, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you about these cards." That's right there, you go. I do want to say, so I remember it was Apollo, yeah, um, who favored Paris. Okay, and here's the thing: is that like Paris is always in the stories of like he's the person who bested Achilles because he shot him with this arrow. But in some stories, it's guided by Apollo. Like in some stories, it's a poisoned arrow. Yeah. Um, but the point is always that Paris was con- kind of considered to be a coward. So that like Paris never has any glory in this story where he's the one who kills Achilles. He's just like. He's just a coward who shoots with a bow and arrow. Oh, wow. Big, big time burn against big bow time, and arrow. Big time burn also in the, you know, in the land of Greek mythology. Interesting. Yeah. So anyways, there we go. everybody it's time to thank ultra pro for being one of our amazing sponsors of our show that's right anything that you need from dex box dex boxes i think that is the proper this plural. is the proper plural dex yep. box dex boxes um anyways from dex boxes to <laughs> card sleeves um to dice to dice bags to amazing play mats um ultra pro is your place to go they have those incredible sets of the secret layer play mats oh they're so pretty available they're gorgeous think about it they're oh. really nice. I was As attacked. Maria drops de- dex boxes all over boxes. herself. I want to bring these out because they have more than one kind of deck box, of course, yeah. and even more than one finish on their deck boxes. Here, yeah. I've got an Ultra Pro Satin, which is a very lovely, like, kind of shiny finish on yeah. this white deck box. And here, I have Ultra Pro Radiant, which has kind of like a... It's like a glitter finish. A glitter finish. It's really cool. So you can get these in a number of colors. And here's just two examples of their hard deck boxes, which hold 100 double sleep cards. Yeah. And I I think you could like throw it against the wall and it'd be totally fine. Oh, it's um, so cool. Really, really pretty stuff here from Ultra Pro. Um, whatever so cool. way you like to express yourself in fashion or like with your magic accessories, Ultra Pro has got you covered. That's right. All right, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Give yourself a high five for listening to the whole thing. I know it was just a total sludge the whole way through. Slog, that's what I was was trying to give do the applause, but that That was that was perfect. Actually. That worked out just fine. Big thanks to everyone who supports us and props us up on patreon.com slash GLHF Magic, Card Kingdom, and Ultra Pro for supporting our show. And remember, if you want to get on those tote bags that Megan is going to personally make. That's right. Ten bucks Only a month five. or more, just five Only people. Five. So it's a race to patreon.com. Um, enter our Gleam contest for January. Hang out with us on our stream next yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, streaming all of those days on twitch.tv slash GLHF Magic, mm-hmm. which will be really fun because we haven't streamed in a while. Yeah. And I'm super excited to get back in that seat again, do that again. Um, and yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Magic yeah. Fest this weekend, where I'll be talking magic. Wow. Talking that magic. Yeah, and don't yeah, don't forget next so week. excited. Judge Rob. Judge Rob. Oh. Get nice. your questions in. Once again, tweet at GLHF Magic with the hashtag Judge Rob if you've got mm-hmm. a question for him um, for the set. I'm so excited to have him back in the studio next week. Yeah. 
Um, thank you so much for hanging out and listening every week. As you do this, our first good luck high five of 2020, mm-hmm. which is just a bizarre thing to say. It really 2020. It's a year that doesn't seem wild real. No, you know what I mean? But it is, but it is, it's here. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs>